Hey, this is Latif Mikado, and you're listening to the Good Night Freestyle Podcast, where I take some time each night to try and reflect on the freestyle scene, where it is, where it's going, and try to figure out how to sustain it, not just for future generations to enjoy, but also to benefit. So sit back, relax, and let's talk some freestyle. Hey, what's up, everyone? It's Latif. Welcome to the Good Night Freestyle Podcast, and this is episode 471. Hoping you guys are doing swell this evening. It's Thursday night. What's today? The 15th, April 15th, 2021. Still got a pandemic happening. Um, I'm outside in front of my house, which is where I record most of these podcasts just my chance to to kind of be in a different environment in in my house or in my office and gives me the ability to kind of pace up and down my driveway very quiet as well except for the damn dog you can probably hear him but other than that very very rarely is there any traffic or people I do live in a subdivision so there are houses to my left and my right and uh it's a it's a it's a nice community. I, I like this um, this neighborhood. You know, me and me and Angel, we were talking, we we're watching that um, that series, it's a limited series called Dem, T H E M. If you guys ever get a chance, it's on Amazon. It's a little crazy. What's crazy is that ah uh, serious race racial overtones. It takes place in Compton, California. Okay, from all places, when Compton was all white and they didn't want to see any black people move to the neighborhood and when they did they gathered around and they um they made life very miserable for people there i mean the stuff they did was just i i can't believe that people would do that and it it was just horrible it was really horrible but it's history of course it goes into um other areas where it starts to get, you know, it's a little, uh, it's a bit of a horror, it has a little horror overtone to it, but uh, you might might want to check it out, I would, I would, I would check it out if I was you, um, but I remember me and Angel talking, and, and, you know, we're Puerto Rican, but you know what, we would not want to live in any neighborhood that's predominantly one race. We don't want to live in an all-white neighborhood. We don't want to live in an all-black neighborhood. We don't want to live in an all-Spanish neighborhood. We do not. We don't, we do not. Um, first of all, we love being around different people. Where I live right now is like that. So, okay, I'm standing with my house to my back, I'm looking out of my, from the front of my house, directly across is a house owned by white people, rented by black people. Very nice people, nice family. Um, they, they take care of their house and their yard really nice. To, my, to the right of them, where well, I'm still looking at, so if I'm looking at them to my right, 
another black family. These people are landscapers. So you can imagine what their yard looks like. Okay, beautiful. Okay, back to that middle one where I had the black family. To the left is a Russian family. <coughs> Very nice family. They take really nice care of their, their home. Um, these neighborhoods are, are predominantly owned, but you do have a few rentals. Um, and they're just rented because they are people who owned the homes and they moved out of the neighborhood sometimes. People don't want to be in a subdivision anymore. They want to be more, you know, buy, buy a house in the middle of, of a, in the woods or whatever. You know, they have a little more seclusion. They like that. Um, to my right is a white family. All right, so if I'm standing now on my side of the street, is a, is a white family that rented their house to a black family. Actually, you know what? I think I'm wrong. I'm, I'm just remembering seeing a for sale sign. The people, the black family to the right of me, um, wonderful people, um, they bought it. They did buy the house. Um, it's a mother and a daughter with the granddaughter. Um, beautiful people, man. I mean, uh, my grandchildren play with their, with, their, with their child, you know, and we have attached. Um, we have a attached backyard, so really, really nice. And then on my left is another black couple, older black couple, Mr. Miss, Mrs. May and Mr. Alex. Um, and they've been here since we moved here. So they welcomed us to the neighborhood when we moved here. They're just an elderly couple. They have a beautiful home. They always have landscapers here fixing everything. Um, to the left of them is a, is a brand new white family, young white family that moved in. Uh, and then to the left, to the left of them, is a Spanish family, and across the street from there is a Spanish family. And it's what I'm trying to say is a very mixed neighborhood. Like, <clears throat> yeah, right here, okay, I have a black family on my right and my left, but it's not a black neighborhood. So if you go down a little bit further, you'll see two, three, four Spanish homes. And what's so crazy is Spanish homes are Puerto Rican, Colombian, Mexican. Honduras. This is what we have. And this is the beauty of my neighborhood. This is why I love this neighborhood. Realize this. My children are half black. They're Puerto Rican and black. <coughs> Never would I would, would have want my children to be raised predominantly in either one of those situations. And if I would have moved them to an all-white neighborhood, come on, we would have had issues. You know, we would have had issues. If it would have been a full black neighborhood, we would have had issues. Spanish neighborhood probably would have issues, you know? Um, so I, I like my community. I love the way it is. But when you see this show, them, you realize how horrible, how ugly, how disgusting some of these people could possibly can be, you know, I mean, just the racism was, uh, my God, you know, anyway, um, <coughs> so one of the reasons why I started talking about that is because, um, so me and Angel have been doing a lot of yard work, we decided we'll take a couple of days and, um, do something we've been wanting to do forever, we've been wanting to, I told you guys I want to get rid of the bushes. I had one, two, 
three, four big bushes in front of my garage, like on the side, because I have windows on my garage. So underneath the windows, I had uh, <coughs> I had four big bushes. One was a holly bush. And let me tell you something, man. That thing was crazy to cut down because those hollies are, are real pointy and they go all the way deep. So like you could keep cutting down, 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 and you're still hitting leaves. <coughs> Whereas the other bushes, um, once you trim the top, you pretty much get rid of all the leaves and it's just a bunch of branches. So Angel did the scissors, she cut that down. Now I come in with the machine, uh, the saw's on, and I get on the reel as low as I could and I, I, I cut it off. Then there was a couple of trees that we had and we knocked them out. <coughs> Yard is already looking really good. Um, We've been weeding. I have um, this homemade. <coughs> I'm sorry, guys. <coughs> I'm outside, and I guess the allergies are kicking in because I'm here telling you all the work we did out here, and I can, I can kind of feel it in my chest. What's so funny is that it seems like everybody was doing their grass today, you know? So we got a huge pile of, uh, of brush in front of our house, uh, like bushes upon bushes, and we're just started. Like our goal this summer is to, to really get rid of so much of this stuff. Like we, we're gonna hit the back uh, probably next week once we get rid of all these other bushes. Um, so I figure probably from Monday, <clears throat> from Monday to the end of the month, <coughs> sorry guys sorry about the coffee but Monday to the end of the month we're probably going to be working the back because we're losing about maybe God probably a good 8 to 10 feet from the fence in the back which isn't even our fence it's our neighbor's fence we don't have a fence and if you walk in towards my um, backyard it's these huge bushes that have just um, a lot of people like them because they're like privacy bushes um so they serve a purpose, but we don't need that many. So, uh, so we're gonna cut those things down. We're gonna cut them down, and uh, and it's probably gonna open it up quite a bit. You know, I can already, uh, I can already see just just from getting rid of the bushes in front of the house and on the sides. We have the two corners when we have these trees, like these small trees. They're small trees, like a sawzall. Cut them down, um, but. Um, they kind of expanded, so they it took up a lot a lot of space, you know, and it kind of give you the, the 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 perception that uh, your yard is a lot smaller than it is. So um, I actually can't wait to uh, <coughs> excuse me <coughs> to get to the backyard. I think that's going to be like incredible, and uh, so we're going to save that for Monday. So tomorrow we'll be out here. We're going to knock out some of these other bushes. So that way we're done with that. Um, what we're considering doing, we're thinking of doing like maybe 8 to 10 inches all the way around the house and fill it with white rocks. So that's our idea. That's what we're thinking on doing. So we'll see how we'll see how that turns out. Um, but yeah, so we'll, that, that was our, our idea. We'll, we'll kind of think about that. Um, I can also extend my driveway like a lot of people. We have the driveway where... 
I could fit like one, two, I could fit probably four or five cars, probably five cars. No, I could fit one, two, three, four, five. I could fit six cars on my, on my, just my driveway. I could fit, I could fit six cars. Um, but the, the driveway is, is a narrow, like it's a two, well, really one car narrow, and then it kind of goes off to the right, like a little uh, parking space. And um, I think what we're gonna do is see if we can just straighten it out and just make make it one wide driveway. So we're, we're gonna fill, fill it out, see, see if it makes sense, you know? Um, I don't know if it's necessary because we really only have the one car. I mean, if Erica and Adam were here with their cars, then I can understand. I can understand us doing something like that, but uh, <coughs> probably not necessary. Anyway, yeah, so a lot of work today. That was good. Now, in between work, in between working out here was my work at home. And um, when I spoke to you guys yesterday, I was telling you, that we were having an issue with two shows that booked us for California. Now, just a quick recap. I don't want to bore anybody any more than you already bought. But <laughs> um, so before the pandemic, I got called to do a show, California. Deposit was made. Contract was signed. When the pandemic hit, promoters waited a while, then they called me. And I knew they would. And they said, hey, can we postpone this till August 27th? I said, sure, not a problem. And that's what we did. So we postponed it to August 27th. However, I still didn't think that they were, they were gonna still go with that date. Cause they haven't been keeping up with me, but I was gonna do it anyway, regardless. So, but this is the deal. That was like eight months ago when we revised it. I totally forgot about it. Now, I knew we had the California, but I forgot the date. Angel remembered the date because she told me it was in August. But what happened was they called me for Bobby D Presents, which is in, uh, well, this is in Norco now, Norco, California. He always does Long Beach, and he does a big concert. Like this, the, the headliners on this concert is, of course, the original Cover Girls, <coughs> Lisa Lisa, Stevie B. Uh, they got Sweet Sensation. They got Shannon. They got... Trinia. Um, so it's a pretty uh, pretty decent lineup that they have, you know? <coughs> <coughs> so it's a pretty decent lineup that they have. And um, I mean, it's a great lineup. Freestyle, it's a great lineup. They, that place holds like 8,000 people and they sell out. Eight to 10,000, they'll sell that shit out. Now, this is July 2nd. So the problem is, is that they put us on the flyer without locking everything in, which didn't give me time to kind of recap and make sure, check the dates and everything. And they put the fly out. And the promoter, who went August 7th, 27th, he called me. He said, hey man, what's up with this flyer? I'm like, oh shit, man. I said, I was talking to them about this show, but I didn't secure anything. And I told them I had to look into everything and they went and they did. They didn't think I had anything, you know, pending. So, so I'm like, damn, you know? So I said, listen, man, I said, you guys got first dibs. Now, I want to do the Bobby D show. It's a big show. It's a good show. It's a great, it's a great comeback show, you know, uh, for us to come back after the whole pandemic. Um, so, but I was going to have to lose that show because I have to be, I have to be right. You know, I have to, I have to honor these other people. 
Uh, they wanted to show. They put the money down. They trusted me. And I didn't want to let them down. So, anyway. So, we, um, I talked to the Bobby D's people. And finally, we get a green light. They said, okay. Well, first, first, the people in, um, uh, the first, the first crew that called us for the 27th, they hit us up first. <coughs> and they, um, I mean, they green lit us first and they said, listen, we don't care if you do the July 2nd show. We're still going to do August and you could do that one. So they gave us permission, which is very unusual. July, August. So, you know, it's a total conflict. You know, they're doing this big show and they're doing it before them. Like, they could really hurt the show. But they green lit it. I felt really good about that. I was like, wow, it's really cool of them, you know? So then I contact uh, Bobby D's people. And they said, okay, they're cool with it too. But what they want to do is they don't want him to advertise until after their show. Which makes no sense because they're only going to get less than two months to advertise. And that's not fair. I knew that wasn't going to be fair. So I contacted the promoter anyway just to see what he said. Maybe it wasn't a big big deal for him. I didn't know. So I said, let me just ask. But it was. And it was almost like an insult. I kind of felt bad because I didn't mean to do it like that. But he says, man, he goes, that's, that's not going to work if I have to revise this contract or cancel the revision. And I'm like, yo, I want to do this show. Like, I don't I want, I want both shows. I don't want to lose a show. I don't want to be, you know, if, he, if he's stuck, because if he changes the date, there's a good chance he won't do that date. Something might go wrong. It's just, just bad business. I don't roll like that. Anybody who knows me knows I don't care if you're, you're the big Mac daddy. If I, if, my, if, I made, if I gave someone my word, I don't care if they're a smaller promoter, I'm sticking to that word. So, because I have to sleep with myself at night. And, uh, you know, but anyway. <clears throat> so, we went back and forth, went back and forth. And finally, both parties agreed to let us do both shows. And we can do the drops and do the promos beforehand. So, um, it turned out good. It turned out to be a, a pretty good, a good look. And I still have to go con- to contract. I'll do all of that tomorrow. So, I have to knock out these contracts. And <coughs> make sure we're still, you know, by paper, by law, that we're all on the same page. And, um, yeah, so, you know, it was so crazy. It was because, remember, this is our first show back. Now, we have a show in the end of May, but that's simple. It's Angel by herself. I'm not booking anybody else on the lineup. And so, that was going to go smooth. That would be fine. Then, um, uh, but this one, for it to be the first show back, and I'm going through this already. I'm like, oh, come on, man. Are you, are you serious? Like, are we, am I really going through this? You know? And, ah. Uh, you know, I'm just, I'm, I'm thankful, guy. Thank God that, you know, it's fixed. It's okay. Um, of course, until paperwork is done, deposits are in, anything could change. Somebody could wake up tomorrow on the wrong side of bed, just change their mind. We don't want that. So tomorrow I got to work fast, get everything put together. And they want us to handle flights. So I have to find, and the flights to, this Ontario, California. You have to fly into very difficult airport to fly into very expensive for a lot of people so 
we have to figure those things out. So it's crazy. It's crazy. So, but anyway, um, yep. Anyway, so that's pretty much, that's pretty much the deal, guys. That's what's happening. Um, uh, I'm tired today. My legs are killing me. My hand from that machine feels like it's throbbing, you know, so, but tomorrow I'm going to get up and uh, get in the office and the kids go to mama's, but they got a full day. No, no poppy school tomorrow. Yay. They get a full day of school, man. We don't see them until 3 o'clock. Well, 2.15. And uh, usually on a Friday, I have to go into the office with them and go through their classes. And uh, It's a drag. It's just I'll do it if I have to do it. But, yeah, I wouldn't choose to do it. <laughs> you know, I'm, that'd be cool if I was retired or I really didn't have nothing. Like I woke up, didn't really have anything I, I was doing. Then I could, I could understand. But, no, man. I'm busy from the minute I wake up. So, anyway, listen, I just want to say uh, thanks for um, tuning in, guys. I appreciate it. Thank you so much. Please stay safe out there. Shit's still crazy. Thank you for following me. Please check me out everywhere. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Um, um, you know, I have several books on Amazon. If you haven't checked out any of my books, you might want to check out my books. On the, everything's on the Latif Mercado. All you have to do is go to Amazon.com and just like you would search for an item, just type in my name. And what happens, all my books will come up. Uh, my books are all available uh, in both Kindle and paperback. So sometimes the first one that comes up is a Kindle. And I've seen people that who have purchased the Kindle version and then didn't realize that there was a paperback in. So I don't know how I could fix that to make the default come up paperback. I tried it. I don't see anything. It's like the Kindle is the one. I guess they do it for sales, you know, to kind of pull the eye. Oh, wow, there's only $4.95, you know? So, I don't know. Anyway, all right, guys. So, listen, I appreciate you as, as always. Thank you. Have a good night. And until tomorrow, good night, Freestyle. Before I lay me down to sleep, I pray to hear a freestyle beat. For if I die before I wake, I hope to make it to the break.